Vámonos, salud. Salud. I missed that song, dude. I missed it too, man. As we were just saying, folks, welcome back. I was just in beautiful paradise in Puerto Vallarta. Where the the weather's warmer than what it is. Donde la vida es más sabrosa. It was beautiful out there, man. I was just telling Cesar, perfect weather right now. Uh, It's super hot all summer, right, over there. Majority of the year, but our winter is their beautiful weather. Dry season, not as hot. So it was killer. I stayed in the Zona Romantica, e. which is a very popular LGBTQ heavy area. A lot of retirees, um, a lot of young people as well turning up, a lot of bars, a lot of restaurants within walking distance. It almost yeah. it almost gives me like, like SF vibes. It's really cute. Um, but it's right up against El Cerro. So it's like fucking... Spanish style, beautiful buildings right next to huge ass condos and uh, hotels right up against the hill. Wow. The puro árbol. Wow. Beautiful. You guys haven't been to Puerto Vallarta? Y'all gotta go. Gotta go. It's in Jalisco, right? Still part of yep. Jalisco. It's bordering with Nayarit. Uh, but yeah, overall, the trip, amazing. Recharged. Yeah, you feel better now? Oh, Ready hell yeah. 2024. Let's get it. We're, we're about to get it. Um, and we'll just kick it off with that. We have a note, folks, before we get into the episode. We just shared it in our Discord. And a big announcement that we have next week, Wednesday, around 6 p.m., right after we finish our recording so you guys can get home, get comfy, comer, spend time with la familia, and then jump in, tune in to Goal Sighted. We're going to have a big announcement next week on Wednesday on Twitch, on YouTube, Whatever we can live stream to, it's going to be fun. Yeah, big announcement, getting ready for 2024. Um, and no, I'm not a Chivas fan. Yeah, the, a Chivas the fan. Discord. The Discord just. The Discord saying, we hope it's just out becoming a Chivas fan. And I can I can spoil it and say it's not. But it's going to be some great stuff. It's really going to set us up for 2024. Take your wild guesses in the Discord of what it is. Uh, we're trying to build some hype. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, if, uh, if you're not in the Discord again... It's where we're we're on there twenty four seven. It seems like um, just connecting, talking to people, and where we put on announcements, right? Like early announcements. We're probably gonna start doing, um, and yeah, tune in next week. Yep, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We hope you guys can tune in, uh, and like always, uh, like, comment, subscribe on our stuff, uh, follow us on social medias because we're gonna hit this twenty twenty four running. Let's go. And next Wednesday, we're dropping some stuff that hopefully everyone's going to be excited about, loving. That's just going to set us on the right track for the rest, uh, for the whole 2024. So let's get it. Let's go. Cool. So welcome back, folks, to episode 82 of Goal Sighted, because Cesar posted our 81, our trivia episode. If you guys haven't seen that, go and watch it. But yeah, episode 82, jam-packed per usual. Happy birthday, Mbappe. Jeez, I didn't even know. We'll start off with that. I know ev- there's a birthday for every soccer player every day of the <laughs> but year. You forget, but everyone in the mamas was tweeting it, so I was like, "Oh, it's Mbappe's birthday, and he scored a massive banger." He did, dude. Probably gonna go to the Pachanga. Yeah, so I had the body. Pocino. 
Así debe ser, es justo y necesario. No, 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 tampoco no. No tanto. Con, in moderation, everything. <laughs> everything in moderation. Uh, yeah, but we got some great top news. Uh, Don Garber, the MLS commissioner, always disappointing us per usual. Uh, yeah. We got a, a big highlight on the NWSL, their top paid player now, which I love. Um, Liga Mekis came to a close. Let's go. Come on. Cesar will have to hold his excitement for a couple of minutes while we get through top news. And we'll start off with Liga Mekis and then move on to the rest of the leagues to EPL. We had a whole bunch of stuff uh, going on there. La Liga Barcelona struggling and doing hot. Yeah. And we'll bring it on home with what we're excited about for the weekend. Let's get it, man. Happy to be back. Happy to be back, man. Vámonos a chingarle, pues. Uh, first top news. MLS Commissioner Don Garber announces he's proposing not to send any first-team squads to the U.S. Open Cup. Instead, they would be sending MLS Next Pro squads. And he is half-assing uh, this request by saying that there are too many games in the in schedules for MLS teams and that they would like to focus on youth player development by sending these MLS Next Pro teams. Uh, which sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. What are your thoughts, Sister? Um, It's just I feel like it's another money grab. They just want to kind of protect their players and just kind of forget about the U.S. Open Cup. It's disappointing to the sense because we want more competition for these MLS teams, right? Mm -hmm. Like we want this U.S. Open Cup to be significant. Right now I feel like it's treated by most of the teams just as like, I would just send, like, uh, the players who don't have minutes and then some of the reserves and then just go play at Monterey. Yeah. But, I mean, in its current form right now, I love it because we've seen Sac Republic make it all the way. Right. Yeah. We've seen uh, Pittsburgh this past River season Hounds. made it all the way. Right? They make it far. They upset teams. Our earthquakes can't beat the freaking League League 2 teams. Yeah. I right? Mean, we, I went to the earthquakes against Monterey Bay FC game. And the earthquakes lost that game, right? Exactly. That's so what I'm saying. That's, it, it helps the USL teams more than it does MLS, yes. But I feel like, just like the England, like you'll have these teams where they'll go on a run and they'll be Cinderella stories. You just got to yeah. give it time. You got to give it love. You got to, because it creates this hype for football in this country. Like this is what the US needs. And for him to just say, oh, we're just going to send MLS next pro is like, yeah, it's bullshit. Bro, like it's, it's it's bullshit. This is it's stupid. Why why even do that? Like, what I don't understand is the teams are already bringing half cooked lineups. Yeah, right. And the earthquakes are already sh- fucking shit. Like half the roster, but then they bring in the the backups, and they're the ones that start the early games, right? And then if you get further on, you start almost like Champions League, right? You yeah. start bringing the actual ballers back in to hope to go further and further, right? But like. They already don't bring superstars. So might as well uh, just leave the first team. Don't even announce they're going to bring MLS Next Pro. And we already know they're going to bring MLS Next Pro players. Yeah, They're already doing it. So then why go and do the fucking drama queen effort of being like, no, nobody's going to send their first team squad. We're going to send only U23s, community college kids, and the local janitor to play against... <laughs> Uh, these the other USL against the, the other janitor and the guy that works at the local bar. Yeah, like it's bullshit. Like it's such a 
stupid. It's so MLS. It it's is. so American soccer. It is a hundred percent. It's so like, yo, I'm too good for you guys. Yeah, and they're not. And the thing is, if they need to look at it big picture, you need from the grassroots all the way up to support soccer for it to grow here. Exactly. Right? You need the local Bay Cities FC. You the need Farolitos. You need Farolito. You need uh, SF City. You yep. need all these teams to do well to gain their local support for the bigger teams to get better, bigger and better. Yeah. Because they'll go for those teams, but everybody, even in Mexico, you go for Morelia. But okay, but who do you actually go for? Chivas or America, right? Yeah. And that's how it is. They're gonna go for the local team, but then they'll have they'll buy season tickets to the Quakes. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And that's how you grow soccer overall here. Not by basically giving them a little cookie and just being like, You guys play within yourselves. Little kids you guys play. Yeah. That's and, stupid. And, and that's exactly how, like, the Carabao Cup and the English, um, what is the English Cup called? FA Cup. The FA Cup is yeah. the same exact thing. Like, and you, we we just had a TikTok yesterday about Saarbrücken. Exactly, another right. example. And it's not even as bad as these European clubs cups because the European cups force the big squads to go play away, exactly. and here they don't. Dude, it'd be insane to have like an LAFC bring their full squad. And go to like Kazar, yeah. yeah, to the SF Stadium. Exactly, like that would be insane. It'd be super dope, and you'd be like, you'd buy into these games that create so much excitement within that community that they'll come and see San Francisco City the following week. Exactly, just support or the Glens, right? Or the With Glens, Jimmy Conrad. yeah, or Monterey Imagine Bay. Like, if they if they made an extra round, they play LAFC. I'm I'm an Earthquakes fan. I'm a season ticket holder. But if LAFC comes to SF to play against the Glens, you bet my ass I'm going to be I'm out there. Be there. Exactly. And I'm going to spend money at the concessions, and I'm going to maybe get a jersey. Oh my god! Like they have a dope jersey. I'm going to yeah, buy one. Like it helps everybody. I don't know why they're doing this. Stop limiting yourself. And today, are we going to talk about them blocking it? Yeah. So I had a note here. What does this mean for the U.S.? I think we've covered that. What can the U.S. SF actually do they did what they could do um so they ended up they blocking. did the right thing yeah they do they did what we all hoped um uh, we thought they wouldn't because um even sebastian salazar came out and was basically accusing the ussf of being just dummies of the mls because yeah. they had contracts recently uh but ussf did what they could do and they pushed back they're not approving that waiver or the proposal by Don Garber and MLS uh, to send MLS next pro teams. What they're saying is you have to bring your f the main squads. If they want to bring young players, let them bring the young players. They're on the squad. They're already doing it. So, Yeah, and uh, Don Garber is pissed because it's not going his way. He came out and said, some of the games that we've been playing in are on subpar fields. I would say that they are not games that we would want our product to be shown a larger audience so frankly i'm not all that disappointed that the audience is small um what i don't get don't want our product to be shown like if they're fucking like if they're the premier league dude it's annoying because then you'll have uh messi inter miami go and play in salvador or go and play in haiti yeah. like some of those fields are worse than you what you would see at some of the fields here in the states like you're gonna tell me a like Monterey, like any of these stadiums are shit. Like no, they're not. They're all pretty decent. Taken they're like care college of. level. They're stadium. college level. Yeah. Like they're gonna be taken care of. Some of them are turf. Like 
they're good fields. These are just excuses. Yeah, it's really stupid. So yeah, the latest is USSF pushed back, um, and we're all fingers crossed. We're like, yeah, give it to them. I don't know. the los. Uh, I just thought it was funny. Sebastian Salazar was going viral from Football Americas on uh, on ESPN because he went as far as to say that they should be stripped of their Division One status Ooh. if the MLS does not want to compete. Oh, damn. That, the, that Those are some fighting words there. Yeah, I thought that was a bit much. I don't think anybody needs to lose their <laughs> Division One status. But, uh, but yeah, I... There definitely needed to be someone pushing back, and I'm glad USSF finally did. Yeah, and there was a big questions as to if MLS and USSF are the same thing, because like throughout the years we've seen them kind of go the same way. Yeah. But I think this is a, a good example, um, and maybe one of the most recent ones where it's a clear separation that the US, the USSF is still the one like saying no, like yeah. we're separate. We're looking out for the greater good. Um, at least we hope they are right with this yeah. decision. It, for the Liga Mekis fans that that are tuning in, a, a parallel in Mexico would be USSF being La Federación Mexicana de Fútbol with La Bomba. Yep. Right? That would be the one that would be saying no. And Mikel Arriola being the head of uh, Liga Mekis would be Don Garber, who are both equally hated. Yep. Uh, so, and, uh, yeah, keep an eye out um, for, for Liga Mekis fans. We'll probably cover it maybe next episode. Uh, they're starting to get to the meetings with the owners and starting releasing a bit more information on what's coming for Liga Mekis. It's yeah. a whole bunch of nothing, but we'll cover what that bunch of nothing actually is. But yeah, disappointing everywhere. Damn. Damn these leagues <laughs> these leagues are all about money is what it is. All right. Let's move on to some greater news. More closer to the heartstrings. I love this one. This is amazing. This is what we want to see. This is what you want to see. Hashtag, this is what you like to see. Uh, Maria Sanchez becomes the U.S. NWSL's top paid player. Let's go. Let's man. go. She plays for Houston Dash, just signed a three-year deal worth $1.5 million, which in the women's game is amazing. To see that M, to see that millions is amazing, and it can only mean bigger and greater things from there for the whole organization but she's mexican so it means a lot more to the mexican community huge to the the women that want to become big soccer players this is like a clear example that they can do it and they can get paid well yeah this is yeah exactly that for the high school girls that are playing the middle school girls that are playing that are trying to break through right to see whether oh should i play soccer or, or like nobody else really does it right now you see somebody at the very top exactly. that did, had a rough go at first with life, with overall coming from a rural area to not being the best at first, to now being the highest paid in NWSL. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, uh, her family, parents were immigrants. They worked at a potato factory or potato farm uh, in Idaho. So it's really... It, it makes you like think of like your own families, right? Like all these immigrant families that they came to work hard here. And then now that she's making it, she's literally the top played player. Like it's awesome to see. Yeah. And she's doing well for the selection as well. Yep. She's making breaking barriers there as well. Making sure that a lot of uh, dual nationals as well, taking into consideration if they want to play for Mexico too. So that's awesome. Yeah. She just won the, the Panamericanos, Panamericanos for Mexico. Got gold for the first time. And she captained that squad. 
Let's go. So good for her. We love it. Um, the previous highest paid deal in NWSL was just recently Trinity Rodman, who we all know is a superstar from the World Cup. Uh, her deal with Washington Spirit was for $1.1 million. This one, $1.5 with an option for more, which, which is awesome. And hopefully we see more of these deals across the board for all of the NWSL. We're getting a, a Bay FC here soon. So hopefully we'll be catching a few games there as well, kind of uh, helping yeah. support that way as well. Yeah, with the investment group that Bay FC has, I, I assume they will have a blockbuster deal. They got to have a blockbuster deal. I don't think they'll go the way of the Quakes to go budget, budget, budget all the way. I hope that they can bring someone big in. It would have been dope to have Maria Sanchez. But yeah, just a, a quick note. Maria Sanchez, when she entered the NWSL in 2019, she was making below the NWSL minimum of 16538 was the minimum. That's insane, dude. And she was getting below that because they actually signed her after the preseason started, so they didn't have to pay her the yearly minimum. They could pay her less than that at that point. Dude, that's like $5 an hour, if that. six. That's crazy. It's insane. It's like less than fast food around here. To Just to see the progress that the women's game has made is is amazing. Uh, but she was before that in Liga Mekis Femenil. Where'd she come out of? Las Chivas Rayas de Guadalajara. Venga, venga, venga. Mis, mis Chivas Femenil, venga. <laughs> Those are the ones that I'm actually proud about. <laughs> and then she went to Tigres, who we all know Tigres is a powerhouse. In the, yeah, women's in the women's so. game. Uh, even more now. And then she joined the NWSL from there. So amazing to see the great strides that she's making. Uh, and, I mean, it hits even more to home for us. Yeah, it does, man. Abuela. Good for her. Arriba Maria. Vámonos. All right. Let's bring it to around the leagues, folks. Uh, and this is going to be the most annoying segment of the year. Uh, <laughs> in la Liga, in la Liga Mekis, America ya ganó la 14. Who? With asterisks. ¿Quién? ¿Quién ganó la 14? El club asterisks, güey. <laughs> oh, digo, 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 América. Digo, América, digo, bien. Que todavía las chivas hasn't tweeted congratulating América. Why would they tweet it? Does every team do it? Yeah, they tweeted uh, when uh, they played, uh, when Atlas won it, they tweeted saying, oh, we have two, three more than you. ¿Tú crees? When I said we got two less than you. Yeah, que digan para que se les quite. Ay, ay, ay. It's campeones, campeones. So this segment brought to you by Club America. Cesar has Let's some time go. to rant for whatever he would like. Um, we are the best in Mexico. We are the best in Latin America. It was very much deserved, this title. We've been waiting for it for five years. Our expectations are to win it year after year. And just like El Presidente, Baños. Santiago Baños. Santiago Baños and uh, the owner. Quien um, AMLO. <laughs> the owner said, yo, like, today we're going to celebrate right after the Tigres game. And tomorrow, se viene la quince. That's the mentality we have. And that's why we're, that's why we're the best in Mexico. Period. Dang. Okay, algo más? No, pues, hey. Campeones, campeones. Let's go. Hey, we sh I should have bet you, bro. You should have been taking a picture with me. I know after, you after wore a Chivas dude. jersey, and uh, uh, yeah, and I don't have to. Because you were gone in Mexico, that's what saved you. I know that did save me. Fuck, for real. Thank you. All right, um, yeah, it was a it was a entertaining game. Let's say that an entertaining series. Did you watch the whole? I watched uh, both over both there. Games. Okay, felt kind of bad because 
andaba con mi señora and I was like, oh, do you want to go to a bar? And she's like, yeah, to watch the game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but we, yeah, we watched the first one at a bar that had a burro at the bar. Like, it was pretty popping inside and the it's called Andale and they have a burro kissing uh, like a un charro, un indito, like a, like a little the figure is their logo. And, uh, they on the weekends they'll bring a live burro to chill there with the guy and then like the white people will go and drunk and get on it i feel so bad Bruh. and i was watching the game they had it on one tv because the rest of the tvs had like music videos for the white people and stuff and they had one tv with the game on outside and i was there watching it and uh, the only one watching it or people watching it there was like one other table it was uh-huh. like it's small it wasn't that big of a tv um but yeah, I got to watch both. The first one I felt like was pretty entertaining, but like a stalemate, very tight. Mm-hmm. And then that second one was just a fucking shit show. Literally was a fucking shit show. But yeah, I mean, props to America. The the you guys heard that both games looked even. Yes, I think I, I think the one in in Nuevo León. I think nobody wanted to give anything up. The one in La Ciudad de México and La Azteca looked very even. But I think Tigres for the first 60-ish minutes looked more dangerous, right? Guignac had two. That curling shot that I know where everyone's Dude, little booty holes. Oh everyone's booty holes was so tight. That one, everyone thought it was in. And then Guignac just seemed like he was just missing that little thing. I don't know if those whatever allegations he's got going on maybe are in his head. But then he gets the header, the beautiful cross from I think Cordova. I puts it in and he headers it straight to Malagon and you're just like, all right, something's off. Yep. Right. And then before America even gets a big one, I guess he got, they got the Quinones header that he missed wide. Yeah. I think it just gets their third, which was Cariocas. Yep. Who was it? Richard Sanchez or Jonathan Dos Santos. Jonathan slipped. Dos Santos slipped and everyone got PTSD from Jorge Sanchez. Eee. From Jorge Sanchez and Steven Gerrard. No, bro, but the, for real, huh? No, but the way that Carioca hit it, when it hit left his foot, it went up. And I was like, way wide. And then just, bossed mm, it. And I was like, I thought it was going back in all of a sudden. And yeah, se salvó la América. Even Miguel Ayun was yep. like, did you see that? He's like, cuando fallas así, entonces ya sabes que algo está pasando. And then it was the game was ours, basically, right? He was like saying, like, he could tell they kept missing. Something had to come for us, yeah. right? And so it did look very tigres, tigres, tigres until the Fulgencio red. Yeah. What a fucking dummy. Yeah. What a dummy. Yeah, that was what, like, killed the game for tigres. Um, the, it was a red at the end of the day. Porque hasta la pelota ya estaba afuera. It was, yeah. estaba afuera del campo y para que él de ese manotazo... Es, una, es un acto de violencia, right? Es con intención. Yeah. But the th- there... A herir. There needs to be, uh, the I'll, I'll, I'll agree that, like, it's one of those we've talked about on here. Why give the ref a reason? Exactly. Right? That's the big thing. But I don't think the act was red. I think there's a yellow card in between for smacking somebody, which happens all the time. You smack somebody. And, and what all the people are saying, de lo que es la ley, lo que es la regla, is because it was a smack to the face. Right? But he does swing back. He doesn't look. He has no reason to swing back, but he swings back, and Quinones is low key a little bit lower than a normal body, right? Because he's defending, right? So, like, there is 
in my opinion, wiggle room there where you're just like, dog, he wasn't even looking. Like, dale una maria y dile, wey, ya ni una de esas más, because I'm not trying to affect the final. But play on. I'm los hombrecitos, vengasen. Right? Because at the end of the day, también era foul de Quiñones. Tanto yeah. that fool was humping him, humping him, right? If the ref lo marca rápido, no se agarran dos, tres veces y no tira la mano. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, that, these are the small intangibles, but at the end of the day, Fulgencio, you just came on, like, five minutes before. Entró con unas ganas y... And that's where you show you're a, a fucking little kid, 23 years 23 old. 23 years old. Even though you've been in the league since, like, 18 at Veracruz, like, be a fucking grown... You, you get called on to sub in for very good players, Cordova and Lainez. You have to be better than that. And within five minutes, you get a red for something stupid. That's so... And that's why... You're out. Yeah. Tigres just announced that Fulgencio is 100% <laughs> out. He's going to either Atlas or Santos. Yeah, I think uh, he's going to Atlas. But, oh, yeah, it go- comes down to, man, like, don't give him a reason to give you that card. Don't give the ref reason. It don't sucks. Don't give him a reason. What, pit- fine. what pisses off the neutrals, if I could say that I'm neutral, is that, like, the you don't want the ref to get involved, right? The game was good, very good. Tigres kept missing. We knew America had something coming, right? You're just like, nobody needs anything. Nobody needs to lose a player to be a man down. Nobody needs to get injured. Everything's good. Thankfully, um, Lichnowski was able to recover from that fucking madrazo because he did at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but, like, nobody, there's nothing needed. It was a beautiful game. Yeah, it was a very tactical game. I think both sides. I know you mentioned all the, los tres de Tigres, but I think America also had um, good shots on goal that Nahuel or Pizarro were able to block. Like it was a really good tactical, like intense game when it was needed. I mean, I think Fulgencio's just made a big mistake. It kind of reminded me of like that Cordoba mistake that, or sorry, that um, Fidalgo Fidalgo the mistake red, that yeah, turned everything for Chivas. The same thing here. America ends up scoring uh, within like a minute of extra time, the first half uh, after being played. He, and then after that, Nahuel loses his head as well. Yeah. It's yeah. like Nahuel added like salt to the wound. I know. And it, it like, it was wild. I sent it in the Discord that like, it's crazy to think that the two that ended up not coming through, if I could put it that way, was the two biggest the Tigres being Guignac. Guignac had two to three dude. Guignac type easy goals. Right? He makes the craziest of goals. The Tijeras, the Chilenas, the crazy headers, the Burlate Uno, the 30 yards kicks. out, yeah. Madrazo. And he was just not on it. Missed two easy ones. Had a free kick to bring it a little bit closer at the very end of the game, and he sent it hasta pinche Coyoacán, wey, hasta Coyoacán lo mandó, no mames, hasta Iztapalapa. And I was like, fuck, bro, like, this was just, he was I don't know where his head is. I don't know what the hell's going on, but, like, he was just not there. Um, and what what could go wrong for Tigres did, and America capitalized. I mean, yeah, Quinones got... Uh, kind of lucky on that deflection, right? Yeah. He hit it pretty shitty. Got a deflection from Nahuel. The one that finally went back to uh, America player and he was able to tap it back in. Yeah, and uh, he was our biggest signing this uh, this season. He scored so many goals for us. He scored the important one at the final to open the floodgates. Like He was big for us this season. He, I, I mean, America was the best all season long and it was well-deserved that they won this title. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean... 
in my opinion, Quinones is uh, probably the the biggest factor on the team. And because I look at things, that dude, t- wherever he goes is gold. Yeah. With Atlas, a mediocre team, they build around him. And he is the player in a system, the Atlas, that was like, had no system. It was <laughs> give it to Furch, que se la baje a Quinones, golazo. Yep. Send Quinones through, pray que se los lleve, golazo. Give the ball to Alarocha. Rocha. Where's Quinones? He's probably somewhere over there. Boom. Golazo. Right? And then America, uh, like, they've always been very good as a team. But now they had the X factor of Quinones where it's just like, no matter what's going to happen in the game, he'll put one away. Yeah, I think America in the previous seasons needed somebody to put them over the edge. Like Henry was trying to be that guy. Yeah. And then we thought we were close, but then Fidalgo kind of lost his head on that one. But now everybody played their part. Everybody was more experienced. Layun, we had Layun step it up big, um, all playoffs. And then you had, we figured out our center back situation. We figured out our goalie. And we had that X factor that we needed, and I think everything aligned. We played a really tough Tigres yeah. at the end of the day. Like, Tigres is that team that just knows how to do things, but the they were team. off by a little bit. Like, Guignac, that header I thought was in. Any other time, I bet you that header's in. Yep. But that one time that he missed was was what made it for America. Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't blame Tigres if they get rid of Siboldi. Because Siboldi yeah. has the pieces that everyone else had, that Tuca had, basically the same team that Tuca built the dynasty. A Piojo had that failed miserably as well in playoffs, right? That like everyone criticized Piojo for. This is all your fault for not being able to get them more championships, and right? And then he called them old, and then yep. that Tigres came back and won it. And then that same Tigres with Siboldi, with the team that was fueled by Piojo pissing them off exactly right wins the championship then Siboldi looks like a mastermind right and then they come this year they do okay in the table nothing extraordinary and then uh they make it to the final against America and I think there is stuff to say about Siboldi with what he did I don't love the cambios de Cordova and Linus how do you take off the the creativity of your team the un madrazo how do you take that whole fucking creativity out? But I mean, to be fair, they didn't do much. I know, but both th- games. But that's why they. But they like if you're gonna put in Fulgencio, Fulgencio is a wing, right? That's not adding creativity to that, right? Are you just saying you're trying to go down the lines? And then they added Vigon, who Vigon is a six working forward, right? Yeah. He is m- a bit more offensive than a natural six, but like that's not helping the team. You didn't bring in Nico Ibanez. I would have thought he'd bring in Nico Ibanez for Cordova. That was a big piece missing. For Cordova? But he was sick. Y- yeah, but like, brother, <laughs> Michael Jordan could play with the flu, and he has the flu game and kills it and makes every documentary ever, right? Like, si quieres estar listo, va a estar listo. Yeah. Right? But that's what I thought would have happened, that you take out Cordova especially, who's the false nine, and you put in Nico Ibanez, put two nines, Right? But instead, you take him out and you put in a, a mid that plays more defensive, less forward, and you put in a winger like that's more defensive than Linus, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess what was he going for? Was he going for PKs? I think. I mean, it sounded like he was just trying to secure, yeah, a certain thing. But like 
Siboldi's been criticized for that since Cruz Azul um, when he was, I think he was with Santos before that. Like, I don't, I think there is some blame to share there to be like, all right, brother, you're not the mastermind that won the championship last season. Yeah. All right, like a little bit of a reality check. Hiciste tus pendejaditas. Why do you start, uh, what's his name? Osiel Herrera did so good off the bench the first game. He, yeah, he got the equalizer. Yeah, he got the equalizer, and then he started him in this game out of nowhere. I mean, he started and him because... And then he because, came off of in the sec- 62nd. Because of Layun, right? Layun was killing Linus on that wing. When Layun would go up, Linus wouldn't track. So that he that was Ocel's main task. Yeah, but that's on the... No, that was on the other side. He started instead of... Uh, what should calls him? Guerreran was out wide. Yeah, so he started instead of him. But Guerreran was in instead of Vigon. Vigon was in the middle. But like... I don't know. Equipo que juega bien no se toca, güey. To be fair, tampoco jugaron, digamos, bien en el Volcán, right? Pues no jugaron muy bien, pero es una final. And I don't, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Siboldi uh, was trying to get cute with stuff. And he got caught slipping. He had the, he had. La grandeza la América nos pató. He moved the pieces a little bit. Y le movieron el bote. Y pues, y se le fue la cosa. See, I think. Because I mean, if you looked at it, the, if you're watching the game. Se le vino la roja, and then that fool was like scratching his head. Like, what and then, and then the next goal happened. He's like, "Fuck, I don't have subs." And then he had no, one. No, no, no. And then he had one sub left. And then the pendejo de Nahuel gets a red, so now he yeah. can't bring in Nico Ibanez. Yep. Right. You got to bring in a keeper. Yep. And it's just like, se le fue el barco, güey. Se le fue. I think Nahuel was a a huge piece. I know Fulgencio, but with ten players, you can still recover. You can. You. It was zero zero. I think Nahuel getting that goal and him losing his head, I think that's what killed the game. Yeah, but that's what I'm also telling you. I think he wasn't setting himself up to win by taking out Cordova and Linus. So then at that point, when you're down a player, you have 10, uh, you're, you took out the creativity. I would take the youth, a Linus, a Cordova with 10 players more than if we had Fulgencio in there, right? If we had Vigon in there, right? Yeah, and then the fucking idiot of Fulgencio gets a red, and then at that point he's trying to move pieces around. He's like, "Who do I move up top?" Just old ass Guignac, because yeah. nobody else is offensive. Him and Gorreran were trying to do everything, and it's just like, damn, they almost had it, man. With if those I mean, with, goals would have gone in. Yeah, but like, a whole but that's story. eleven v eleven, right? So chingadera. Pero sí, no, you got to give props to America, and yeah, the season starts. The season started already, no? Yes, se ven los cambios. We'll, sí. we'll have a... Transfer. Ho- hopefully, we'll have a, a preview episode um, with some transfers with a lot of movements happening. Yeah, ya salió schedule. I think the first game is late January. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's crazy. This ended time. later than MLS and starting before MLS. Yeah. Just like three weeks of break. Yeah, they don't get much break. Damn, for real. All right, let's move it on to other leagues, folks. We got the EPL over the weekend. Crystal Palace surprised everybody, and they drew versus Manchester City, and they made the entire league smile over the weekend. I know. Weren't you happy about that? Yeah, I was following on foot mob, and I was like 2-0. I was like, fuck, put my phone down, drink another chela. I was like, over there in paradise. I was like, una margarita. And then I pick up my phone. 2-2. Two, two. Dude, it was a, did you see? Oh, you didn't see it. Uh, maybe you did. Roy Hutchison 
No, what do you do? Hey, <laughs> when he scores the 2-2, the PK, he turns over to Pep and starts smiling and laughing. I'm dead. <laughs> In the 95th. Pinche abuelito was like, hey, toma la. He's like, toma cabrón tu abuela, le dice. Me cogía tu abuela. Dale, wey. You see that? No, but, I mean, that's great for everybody, right? Because we all know City's going to make a run. End of the season. There's a whole damn transfer window. You're telling me Pep's not going to see that half of his team is injured or a quarter of his team is injured. De Bruyne's not 100% and not want to get another De Bruyne-esque player. No, dude. Like, Yeah. Especially uh, like Calvin Phillips is supposed to go this transfer season as well. Yep. He's going to have a spot there. That's a spot right there. And and Kinmas, no, and maybe Bernardo yeah, Silva to Barcelona. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Something Especially like now that they're playing America, they're gonna get that money. Barcelona, <laughs> <laughs> if they can make it, goddamn. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. All right, let's move it on. Aston Villa got their third win in a row, and they haven't lost since November fifth. Jeez, let's go. Third place, as I mentioned, four point up from City. So there's a bit of a gap from top three to fourth. Who would have thought that that fourth would be City? Uh, but yeah, they're looking good. Did you see? Uh, El Dibu Martinez doing his shenanigans. No, I don't fucking... Dude. If I, if I hear anything about El Dibu, I just fucking turn just the TV off. Keep scrolling. Yeah, dude. No. Yeah, that fool, uh, there was a free kick, and then uh, he pushed one of the... Who did they play? Yeah, they played Brentford, and then he, like, pushed him to the ground, and then se hace todo el fiasco ahí, and then like, you just see Dibu Martinez on the side just chilling by himself. <laughs> so he's created all that shit, just back down. I was like, all right. He's literally like just a younger wish version of Nahuel Guzman. Yes, like, like that. And then it was just to waste time, you know, because there was they were already winning, and then that's how they got the two reds. It was a whole fiasco, oh, bro. I'm gonna put that in the hot takes that he's a Nahuel Guzman. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, no, yeah, but yeah, Aston Villa is impressive. Got to give the props to Dibu because he has been made, making some monster saves to keep them in Real. games, and just overall everything's working for Unai. For an I Emery, he got this this team going on all cylinders, and even in the conference league, they're doing well with Tambien. Neta. So they're, Neta they're chugging along everywhere. Uh, Liverpool they dropped points with a draw versus United. Dude, that was rough. That was rough. I mean, Onana came up big for Manchester United. He did. He's just like hot and cold. Like the vez en cuando, even in the Discord, they hate him ninety percent of the time, and then this ten percent of the time, they're like. All props go to he's, Onana. He's my goat. Yeah. He's the goat. But, I mean, Liverpool, I think it was bigger, like, worse for Liverpool for dropping the points. I think they they could have gone close to the top of the table they, if they... They were above Arsenal because of the draw and Arsenal's win. They went up. Yeah. Uh, so, Arsenal's back at the top of 39 versus Freaking Liverpool's Nunez 38. needs to score, man. That boy hasn't scored in, like, two months or something like that. Yeah. that He's on your team now? He's on my team. He never gets me points, dude. Uh, he's struggling. Um. Yeah, but Liverpool they won today, five to one against West Ham. Against West Ham in the Carabao, uh, in Cup. The Carabao Cup in quarters already. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of rough. Uh, five to one to watch. Yeah. Versus the first tier side is kind of rough. Uh, but yeah, Liverpool looking like they're doing better uh, ahead of their game at Anfield versus Arsenal, who are famously Arsenal hasn't won in like a decade. And feel I think it's like ten or so games in a row. I don't remember how many it is, but it's very bad. Speaking of Arsenal, they're back in first after beating Brighton two to zero. 
Yeah. Not yeah. bad. Nope. Not bad. I I was following along. It didn't look very dangerous from Brighton. I think they're kind of very thin. Yeah. I did want to give a shout out to Lockyer. Mm-hmm. Lockyer from Luton Town, right? Their captain, uh, tragically, he collapsed on the field for the second time in his career. It's so hard to watch when people... Yeah. Just collapse on the field. You're like, what's going on? Yeah, it's it's a terrible thing to see. They ended up abandoning the game, right? So it was suspended at first, and then they're just saying they're completely going to restart the game in the future. I haven't really seen too many updates. Uh, I saw that he was responsive immediately after, yeah. so that's good. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you always question, like, are, like, are they out now forever, right, with Ericsson when he had his, uh, his episode – uh, there was questions about if he'd ever play again. Yeah. This is the second time happening for Lockyer, and it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's their captain as well, so it was kind of ho- close to home for them. Um, and the good thing is that, you know, they responded him on the field. Yeah. Right? He was responsive, and um, I think the last update I saw was that he was at the hospital, and they're doing more checkups on him. Yeah, so. and the heart's an interesting thing, man. Like, if yeah. that thing gets out of whack, you could just uh intermittently fail on you like that so like i don't know it i wouldn't be surprised if he just kind of retires at this point but it would be very sad for the team for him but yeah wishing him the best yep let's bring it on to la liga your barcelona they dropped more points versus valencia over the weekend drawing and in my opinion it's off to the races girona and real madrid yeah i mean there's still at least half the no. season left pero just Barcelona hasn't been doing good. I don't hasn't think so. Hasn't been looking good. I don't think they're going to repeat. I think they're going to oh. get lucky if they, oh. they stay up top three. Today, today, they played Almeria, and they barely won 3-2 to two against last place Almeria. 3-2 yeah. to two with Sergi Roberto yep. being the hero. He scored a brace for them. He had to come in. And be like, let me put this team on my back. Nobody else is going to do it. Lewandowski up top doesn't do it. Yo, Lewandowski needs to go, blood. Yeah. He needs to go. He's not a, He's not up to par. He's not scoring goals for us. Um, I think defensively, Barcelona needs to do a lot better. Araujo has been having some blunders. <laughs> he's getting roasted on Twitter. People are like, this is not the best defender in the world. <laughs> Today, just, right, he had, a, he had a play where he crashed with with the goalie with, with Benya, yeah. Uh, they crashed and then he spat it back out. Right, that wouldn't happen with Ter Stegen though. They would communicate. They yeah. would have figured it out somehow, right? But yeah, it is just piling up on him the blunders and the the roasting of social media. Um, but they just need to call Julian Araujo back. That's true. He he played amazing today versus Bilbao. Even heartbreak loss at heartbreak the end. loss. But he was the top-rated player for their team on the field. Had amazing slide tackles to save a, a clear goal. I mean, he's been doing great lately. He's riding a high right now. Definitely. And I don't see a reason why Xavi wouldn't be like, come we, back. We need more. We need you. Yeah. Joao Cancelo's only here on a loan, right? So, like, he's, he's probably going to bring questions. Do I need to pay max dollars for Cancelo if I got this young kid that I paid peanuts for, right? So, we'll yeah. see. Hirona. Hirona. Hirona's doing it. I saw a note that they were, uh, financial fair play doesn't let them get all of the money from City that they would, you would think would get. 
but they're like 16th in spending. Yeah. Like, so like they're obviously they got the city scouts, right? Like they're, and they're spending money smart. Right. But to be 16th in spending will be first. Insane. In La Liga. That's Cinderella. So that's Leicester city type. Vibes. Yeah, it, it literally is. Um, and I, they're not showing signs of slowing down. Barcelona is. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, they're looking good. Sevilla slowing down. Yeah, they recently Time. fired Diego Alonso. They Damn. brought in a new coach, and he got him a dub. No técnico. Nunca pierden. Nunca pierden los güeyes. Yeah, I don't know what it is that, like, players hate one coach, and then all of a sudden they love the other. But, yeah, they lost over the weekend. They were one spot away from relegation, and then they won 3-0 to zero yesterday versus yeah. Granada. But, yeah, keep an eye out on them. They are now about three to four spots away from relegation. Uh, but things can get tight for them. If Celta de Vigo wins the game, if Mallorca wins the game, they'll be right back down there. Mallorca, bro, Mallorca. Did you see? No, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, este, El Vasco was like, People were asking, reporters were asking, do you think you should get fired if you lose this weekend? And he's like, ¿Tú sabes cuántas jornadas me quedan? ¿Tú sabes cuántas jornadas yo regresé? And just being like, yo, like, chill, bro. There's still plenty of time. For real. But homie has been slipping in the table, and he needs to, to pick his team up. Only two wins this whole season. Nine ties, bro. That's a lot of ties. That's rough. I mean, at least they're not L's, right? But yeah, he has a... He's, they're in 16th, so they're two spots away from relegation, but it's going to get ugly. It can get ugly. All right. I want to shout out the Bundesliga a little bit. This is what we're going to be doing now. For a lot of other leagues, we'll just shout out what we want. We're not going to do full coverage. But uh, in Germany, Bayern Bayern beat Stuttgart 3-0, to who we've been shouting out Stuttgart as dark horses, right, as kind of Cinderella stories, since last year they were in relegation uh, qualifiers zone. Now they were in third place, but then they got a good spanking by Bayern. Yeah, check to reality, I think. I don't know. I just feel like that German league, maybe Stuttgart can come back. Bayern is just OP these days. Yeah, but I mean, third for Stuttgart still is amazing. Definitely. Right? that Where they're sitting right now, it's amazing. That I think they can stay up there. Getting smacked by Bayern doesn't really say much in Bundesliga. It's not, it's not it's a like bad thing. It's not a good <laughs> thing. It's just like a normal thing. Um, but the big test is going to be Bayern Leverkusen versus Bayern. That's going to be the big thing. Oh yeah. But but Bayern seems to be waking up a little bit. That's a, a good first uh, big opponent that they that they give them a little smacking. Um, in Italy, we got a very big surprise. We got the team Bologna. Bologna. No, I looked at the pronunciation. It's Bologna. <laughs> Bologna. There's a there's an acento. There's an emphasis in the middle. Oh. Bologna. Um, See Italian classes at Goldsided. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tune in for more Italian <laughs> classes. That's all that I got. But yeah, they sur- they're surprising the world. They beat Roma four to zero. Roma was struggling. No, pues no. Bologna's goalie has been coming up big. That he came up big today in the Copa de Italia against Inter with the he saved the PK on Lautaro Martinez, and then against Roma he came up big in that first half as well for them. Ravaglia. Yep. 
That's the boy right there. It's just funny saying some of these names. Italian names, huh? For real, but no, yeah. I, this squad is looking good. Thiago Mota has been killing it with them. But they're doing it. They're in fourth place above Napoli. Napoli, man. They've above been the champs. Napoli lost to Friosone in the Coppa d'Italia yesterday. So. And they're out. They're and I just saw pictures of sad Osimen. And sad. And sad Kvartskelia. Um, all right, let's bring it to the Dutch League. The only thing I wanted to call out, PSV is smacking everybody. They just keep on going. 4-0, CONCACAF FC. Test also scored that game. Serginio Dest scored. He so good against don't, don't Dutch t- teams. <laughs> yeah, he's killing it in the Dutch League. Now we know he's just a Dutch League merchant, yeah. right? Before with Ajax, he was a baller. De Jong scored a brace, so you know what that means. Zero minutes for Pepe. Pepe. He did Odyssey come in that game, though. right? Yeah, he came in, but for a bit, but, but you're not going anywhere, dog. It's full scoring in bunches. Um, <laughs> you had to know here is the Eredivisie that bad. <laughs> That's Serginho Death scores. Yeah, I mean Serginho Death be scoring goals, and he couldn't do it at AC Milan. Malik Tillman does fucking parece Ronaldinho out parecen there. pinche prime. Uh, Barca. Pinche El Chucky Lozano looking like fucking Alfonso Davies out there for La Banda until so they, they break him. Parece que andan jugando solos. No, neta, for real. They 4 0 against AZ Alcamar, which is, they're supposed to be like their top, top table team. team. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just like, bro. That Dutch league, I swear, like after the fourth place team way, parecen la Liga de Expansión de Parecen México. ball deep, we'll go and <laughs> no give mames. competition. Nah, we'd, we'd be mid table. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. And uh, did you see Sergio Dest is back to posting his highlights? He is. Yeah, that's how you know. Little Travella at the, what was it, Champions Europa League? Yeah. That's like, how you know man. he's doing a little bit better when he starts posting his own highlights. <laughs> right? I don't I wonder who he hires to do them. I don't know. Maybe he likes editing. Uh-huh. And we need a producer. Age. We need an editor. Hey, yo. Sergio, I'm You don't know where I'm from, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know why I thought of it. <laughs> I, 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 just one last note before we, we close it on out. Your America plays Barcelona tomorrow. Yes, sir. Barcelona literally just finished playing like three hours ago. Yeah. And apparently they're going to play in like 18 hours. They're like, hey, a las duchas y nos vamos al aeropuerto. They're like, hey, no, no, no. Ahí tenemos botellas de agua y limón in the, in the airplane. Dude. Ahí se bañan. Dude. No, 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 you'll shower at the hotel when we get there, dog, okay? No, 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 no. <laughs> Bro, they're literally going to get, what, just get dropped off straight at the damn stadium? Yeah. You know what I thought would be smart? Barcelona, if they if they sent half of the, they're going to be half youth kids. Yeah. They probably sent those kids desde ayer, antier. They're already over here. And then they're like, all right, wait, um, tú no jugaste, tú no jugaste tanto. Lewandowski played like shit. Uh, pinche Rafinha, you'll sell tickets. It's like uh, it's like we're at high school all over again. Like yeah. all the bench players that didn't play, se me van a jugar allá. For real, yeah, you didn't play. You have a twelve-hour flight <laughs> right now. Like, I I feel like he's just gonna bring like, okay, you played like shit. You didn't get that many minutes, and uh, like you, I need you because they'll be happy if you're there. And get on the plane, and everyone else stays here and rests. No, but they came out with, uh, like, a roster list, and all the big names are in there. Puta madre. Yeah, bro. Bro, imagine that. They need money, way. Isn't it it wild that America's 
like, está poniendo el, el bread. Le está ayudando en sí. América. Hey, te estoy ayudando, pero hey, ahí está el mozumbito. Te lo llevas, cabrón. <laughs> <laughs> Three million Echen, saquen cartera. But that's crazy. Like if if Barcelona wasn't having these financial problems and it wasn't a big deal, Barcelona would say no. Definitely. They would cancel it. Definitely. They would be like, dog, we're third and we barely beat Almeria. Let my players get the rest because we got shit to do. We got champions. We got shit to do here. But no way. They're like, nos pagan más? ¿Dónde, dónde puedo hacer dinero? Ah, con aquellos, con América. Yeah, for real, dude. Bro. They're like, hey, if, if I text Messi to come play, will you guys give us a little bit more or something? Like, dude, bro, they're no. in shambles, bro. Struggling. Like, it, it sucks seeing such a historic club do these types of things. Pero, I mean, game is game, the, bro. Who the hell's in charge of logistics, dog? That, like, was like, okay, traen un partido aquí, güey, el sábado. Y luego vamos a jugar el, vamos a jugar el miércoles. And then Thursday in the U.S. <laughs> Somebody. They, yo, they for all, They played Sunday. Yeah. They played Wednesday. Wednesday. Then they play Thursday in the U.S. Si algo le pasa, digamos que no le If there's delays, they're going to miss on Christmas way. They're going to be heading back either Thursday night or Friday morning. And they're going to barely get there Christmas Eve. I bet you a bunch of these players are staying. You know, like bring the fam by Christmas. True. Right. Because they don't play this weekend. They get oh. they get the, the weekend off, right? So Maybe they're going the, to Orlando. Laporta's probably like, uh, hey, I'm sorry, you guys. Give you a voucher for breakfast. I'm sorry yeah. que la pendeja de logistics puso el partido el día después, but like. He has to approve these games. So él es el pendejo. That's why he's like, wait, I'm, I was drunk. I was at the casino when <laughs> they texted bad. me. And I said, yeah, I'll, pl <laughs> I'll play and I'll make $10 million off <laughs> of this casino. Club America thing. I don't know what the hell that is. But, like, no, like, I, I think a lot of these players are going to, you know, they'll do their shopping here, they'll do Christmas here, they'll bring the fam, no? When do they play again? But they're going to be a little bit upset that that they literally are going to get no rest. They're not going to play hard. No, no, I mean, of course they're not. They're, they're going to start, like like you said, the reserves. But, I mean, just making the trip, bro, like. They, they don't play. They don't play until the 4th. Oh. Uh, so, so I can see them taking a vacation here. Yeah, so they're like, I bet you Laporta's like, yo, yo, my bad that you guys are playing back-to-back, -back, dog. You guys are off for 10 days. Papita. Two weeks, casi. Versus yeah. Las Palmas. Yeah, you They come right. back. Julian Naranjo is going to play with con todo su corazón. Los va a agarrar bien cansados. Ahí sí, ahorita es mi tiempo. Bien pinches madrugados los va a agarrar. All right, Cesar, that's all that I had. Let's get into it. All right, Cesar, let's give the folks something to watch over the weekend. Yeah, this weekend I got Atletico Madrid against Sevilla. Sevilla just got a new manager, and we'll see if they can turn it around. One loss, and they're back down battling relegation. Let's get it. All right, I got Arsenal versus Liverpool over the weekend for the top of the league. Now that City is sitting comfortably in fourth, everyone else is thriving. We're going to keep it in England. We're going to go to the championship. We got Leeds against Ipswich Town. We got second and third in that league. They had a really good game back in August. Um, so we'll see if they play equally as passionate. I know they will. Um, so it's going to be really fun to watch. All right. I'm going to take it to a couple of random leagues, a couple of, a couple of smaller leagues. In the Indian Super League, 
We got Kerala Blasters, my homies from Kerala, versus Mumbai City FC that is owned by Manchester City Group. Be good to tune in to see what happens there. We're going to take it to El Salvador. We got the Apertura Final. We got Aguila against Hokoro FC. Aguila just beat Alianza, which was a really good game to watch. Um, but Aguila is looking for their 17th title, while Hokoro is going for their first ever title. Um, it's going to be a really good game to watch. Make sure you tune in for that one. God damn. All right, lastly, in the Australian A-League, I got Melbourne City FC versus Melbourne Victory. Yes, that's how you pronounce it. The last time they played in December, the match was abandoned due to hooliganism. So the fans were throwing uh, Melbourne Victory. Apparently, allegedly, fans were throwing flares onto the field. And the keeper from Melbourne City FC grabbed them and threw them off of the field, got one final one, and threw it into the stands, right back into the ultras. And they came out, and uh, one of them threw a bucket of like paint or, or like a talco for the field, like the paint, threw it at the keeper and like busted open his his face. Oh, wow. and they so they attacked the keeper and the ref. And the match was abandoned. This is the first time a match has ever been abandoned in Australia. Wow. So this is the first match since they re so they replayed that match in April, and this is the first match that they played against each other since. Wow, so it's, it's going to be, be heated. It's going to be heated. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a good one to tune in. Wow, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Um. So you sure it's Melbourne, not Melbourne? No, it, Australians pronounce it Melbourne. Oh, because oh, of their accent. Because of their accent. I so, know. So if you go to an Australian and you tell them Melbourne. Melbourne. Or if you tell them Melbourne. No. They don't know how. Yeah, they're going to be like, no, it's Melbourne. Melbourne. But yeah, I do have a Melbourne victory jersey, but it had it wasn't the cleanest. So I got to throw some, some Suavitel in that shit. Some um, Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, uh yeah, and they're also the reason why the the last game got abandoned. So I wasn't gonna be like, yeah, Melbourne uh, victory. But yeah, I appreciate y'all for tuning in, folks. That's all that we had. Like we said, tune in next Wednesday for our live episode. It's gonna be popping. We hope that you guys love what we have to share. Yeah, and share it with a friend. Hopefully that goes uh that spreads a little bit so that more people hear about us. I, I'm sure you guys will love what we have to share with you guys. I'm sure. And you guys can come along for the ride. We hope you guys have a happy holidays. Christmas will be from now until we record next. But happy holidays. We'll see you guys next week for a good episode and for the live episode. All right. Thank you, everybody. Talk Peace. to you soon. Peace.